Hey everyone, welcome to Kalam at N-Studio. I'm Noor, the designer behind N-Studio, and this is my podcast. I'm so excited to be recording another solo episode on here. The last one was about the excuses you make that stop you from reaching your full potential and how your fear of success is the real root problem. This episode is about the power of your mind. This topic was actually inspired by my recent exhibition with Tam Gallery. It was called The Person Who Lives in the Garden, and the concept behind it was about the literal or metaphorical definition of a garden. My interpretation expanded more on the metaphorical side, and is what I will expand on here with all of you listening. In the modern age chaos, finding peace can be really challenging. There is nowhere to go that isn't full with opinions and anxiety and stress and people and social media and just so much. So the only thing you can control is your mind. That is your garden. Wherever you go, you take your garden with you. You take your mind with you. The state of mind that you're in is all under your own control. So in better words, to actually have better control of your mind, you need to water the grass and pick up the wheat. So no matter where you are, your thoughts and your mind is actually you. Whether that is at work, doing something you love, traveling, being social, spending time alone, it's just, you, you get the idea. So if you don't have a well-kept garden, so to say, then no matter where you are, you won't be able to enjoy it or even see things for what they are instead of what your mind tells you it is. So it's simple. Your mind is a garden, your thoughts are the seeds. That means that the harvest can either be flowers or they could be weeds. There can never be any way to find a sense of serenity if you haven't been able to control the way you think. And the way you think is actually pivotal to the day-to-day circumstances and instances. Imagine if you can control the way you think about yourself, the way you think about people, the way you see the world, the things you expect, things you create, the way you let stress gets to you, the way you may see how life treats you. It's just so much that you can actually change in order for you to actually cultivate a more healthy mind or a better garden, so to say. Imagine if you can always see things in ways that can help you instead of work against you. There is always some certain way to create a more serene space in your head. This could be weeding out the people that may drain you out of the energy you can have to be creative or move up your ladder in success. If you keep negative thoughts and you don't allow yourself to find ways to manage them, then that is also a way of letting the weed in your garden grow out of control. The mind is an incredible, complex, yet significantly easy system that you can rewire. It just takes two things, self-awareness and consistency, which are honestly the two most powerful tools any creator can work on, or any person for that matter can work on. If you focus on the bad, then the bad will only continue to grow. This isn't in any way trying to push for, po- for like toxic positivity or to force yourself to feel something you don't feel. But if you don't find the means of creating a safe space in your head, then your tangible space will reflect that. So, how does it relate to your work? Simple. Imagine trying to go through a maze. This maze was never kept well. It has thorns, overgrown bushes, weed, dry leaves, snags, just etc. Just it goes on and on. That is basically you trying to create work 
while maneuvering a mind full of doubt, stress, anxiety, fear, and distractions. Now imagine you take the time to water the grass, cut out the weed, and just keep the maze. How much easier will we be able to see to get to where you want to go? Now the question is, how do I upkeep my garden? So to say, how do I manage a safe space in my mind? According to the cultivation principle, the cultivated mind is constructed through the ongoing transactions of the person with his or her cultural environment, so your tangible environment. So that means permanently changing your cultural forms, such as the places that you're in, the settings that you're in, the workspaces that you're in, um, the people you're around, just anything that has to, has to do with you, your well-being, where you are, what you're doing, just all of that. So in other words, a person shapes or creates his her, or her own developmental conditions by a process of weeding out negative thoughts, habits, people, choices, reading material, visual stimuli, and basically just anything around them. That means you have to be able to distinguish between what is actually good for you and what isn't. But that's not the hard part. The hard part is actually being strong enough to be able to then cut off or cut out what is harming you. It won't be comfortable. It won't be easy. It could even hurt a little. But imagine the work you'll be able to do and the person that you can become and the people that you attract into your life and the opportunities that you'll be able to gain access to if you allow yourself the clarity and serenity of mind. Try it. I myself am in the process of cutting out some weeds myself. Those could include falls I grew up with that offered some sense of false security, but with a lot of scrutiny, it was only holding me back. You could do the same thing. Figure out what's holding you back. Figure out what weeds you need to cut out. Figure out how you could create or cultivate a more healthy mind. So, with that, water the grass and cut the weed. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a review. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at byandstudio where I'd love to know what topics you would like to listen to. Join me next week for another episode. And on that note, this was Kalam Studio.